0: Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached. With Adventist Frontier Missions. Since the moto turned on, and it started moving forward after I applied some gas, I decided that my hypothesis was accurate. And I could go home. Great. So I started driving home. No problem. But after about a kilometer, my moto went... And died, deader than a doorknob. I popped open the gas tank. Sure enough, no gas.
1: Out of gas. Oh no! What's a missionary to do? Push and walk. Ah, yes. But then, what about the wild dogs charging toward? You know what? Let's let Michael tell the whole story.
0: My story title today is Thunk Thunk. Thunk, goes the motorcycle tire. I'm sharing this story with you today because I want you to realize that God can take care of you, even through other people. Sometimes he sends angels, and sometimes you'll get a cup of cold water from the people from who you least expect it. And God has used them both to keep you safe and to take care of your daily needs. Thunk, 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 went my motorcycle tire as I drove to the school for open gym night. I loved having fun with the other missionaries as we would often go to the school on Saturday nights and just have a good time playing games, playing soccer, playing handball, and generally having a fun time with one another in a relaxed environment that was outside of the normal academic setting that we had each day at the school. The Banong Project in Cambodia has a, at the time of my service, K-6 uh, primary school, that services many of the community's needs of education. It is now a K through nine school in 2021. As I drove to the school to gym night, I noticed that my back motorcycle tire was going thunk, 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 thunk. Now, if you've ever driven a bicycle or a motorcycle before, you should know that that's not a healthy sound. If you've heard my previous story about learning to ride a motorcycle, you probably realize that I didn't know a lot about driving bicycles or motorcycles. In fact, I had just learned to ride a motorcycle when I got to the project, and I had only learned to ride a bicycle just before joining AFM. So when I heard the thunk, 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 thunk of this motorcycle tire, I thought, ah, no problem. My back tire is flat. I can see that. No problem. I'll just drive to the school anyway. It's not very far. So I drove to the school, thunk, thunk, thunking all the way. The idea was that, oh, well, you know, in the morning, I can, I can get it fixed. I should be able to drive back, no problem. I, I can't go to the mechanic, it's late, things often close at sunset, it's Saturday night, so let's well, just not bother. I'll go to the school and have fun. So I went to the school, I parked my motorcycle, and I played some games with the other missionaries. We played soccer, we played handball, we just had a really great time with one another. Now, when I told the other missionaries that my back tire was flat, they encouraged me to, well, drive a different motorcycle home. So I talked to one of my friends at the school who worked there, and he was willing to let me use his motorcycle to drive home. I thought, great, I can drive his motorcycle home, drive it back in the morning, we'll take my motorcycle to the mechanic, and he'll get it all fixed up no problem. So, after some games, it was pretty late. Oh, probably 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. And I went outside to find the backup motorcycle. He said he had parked it across the street. And after looking for a little bit and using my cell phone as a flashlight, I finally found it. This poor blue motorcycle looked like it had been through the war zone. It didn't have rearview mirrors. It was pretty scratched up, and uh the paint wasn't exactly a nice bright shiny color but i thought it'll get me to point a from point a to point b and that'll be fine now it looked old enough that when i noticed that the gas gauge was on empty i didn't think anything of it surely my good friend at the school wouldn't have me borrow a motorcycle that had no gas that'd be ridiculous he cares too much about people for that so i decided that the gauge simply didn't work and that surely I would be okay. Since the moto turned on, and it started moving forward after I applied some gas, I decided that my hypothesis was accurate. And I could go home. Great. So I started driving home. No problem. But after about a kilometer, my moto went... and died. Deader than a doornail. I popped open the gas tank. Sure enough, no gas. Ah, great, I thought. Well, even if my gas can is drier than the Sahara Desert, at least I'm only a kilometer away. I can walk the motorcycle back and get a ride home with somebody else. Not a problem. I wasn't worried. So I pulled out my phone, turned on the flashlight, turned on some music, and just decided to walk it back. This strategy worked well for about, oh, three minutes or so. As I got closer to a house on the left that I could barely see in the nighttime shadows, a veritable army of about 10 dogs rushed out of the driveway to the house. They said, which, if you translate it to Khmer dog language, it still means, ruff, 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 ruff. and in English, probably means something along the lines of, No, stop, you don't belong here and you smell bad. At this point, I finally realized that I had a problem. I froze, turned around with my moto, and walked back a little bit. The dogs kept going. This is par for the course here. Dogs are more like guard dogs and aren't exactly the ones who want to sit next to you and just have their head scratched for a while. They are the kind that you imagine the beware of dog signs are warning you about. So, with the choir of dogs barking behind me, but thankfully not in pursuit and many silent prayers that the dogs wouldn't chase me, I decided I should probably ask for help. So I pulled up Facebook Messenger, which my team used to communicate with one another, and I sent a message to the group chat that our missionaries used to talk with the whole team at once. It wasn't very grammatically correct because I was worried that the dogs were any moment going to turn around and chase me. So I decided promptness was better than being grammatically correct. My message said something along the lines of, Hey, can someone help me? Moto died. Thankfully, when you start a message with that sense of urgency, especially since the whole team knew I had been going home on a borrowed motorcycle, you tend to get a pretty quick response. We have a really, really great team in Mondokiri. And uh, within minutes, several people had volunteered to come and pick me up and figure out where I was and rescue me from the army of dogs that were still barking. So pretty soon, one motorcycle was on the way to me, And a truck was also on its way to me to rescue me from the predicament that I had placed myself in by not checking the gas can. So while all of this messaging was going on on Facebook Messenger and all the dogs were still barking, barking, barking away protecting their house from the stranger who didn't really want to get to their house in the first place, a motorcycle passed me with two people on it and pulled into the house. Now, I didn't really think about this much, but I quickly realized that perhaps they could help me and would realize that I was a stranger on a road with an army of dogs after me. And so I uh, thought to myself, well, how can I communicate with them? I didn't know much of the Khmer language at this point, so I was a little bit trapped in that regard, but I kept an English Khmer dictionary in my pocket, and I quickly looked up the word for gasoline. Sung. Oh good, it was an easy one to remember, I thought. A few minutes later, sure enough, the two people who had arrived on the motorcycle walked up and were walking towards me, and the dogs had finally stopped barking. So I was extremely happy. Two flashlights headed toward me, the dogs are going to calm down, I'll be fine. But, um, there's a problem. Not only did my motorcycle not have gas, but I I couldn't really talk with them other than say, uh, I have no gas. And that probably would be the limit of the conversation. So I prepared to tell them, literally, moto have no gas, in the local language, hoping for the best results after that. Surprisingly, one of them spoke English. Saved. This surprised me so much that, despite his talking to me in English, for the next 30 seconds I kept responding in the local language. Don't ask me how I knew the words. The two took my motorcycle very kindly, they pulled it into the driveway of their home, And they invited me to come and sit at a table outside while people came to get me and the motorcycle from the AFM missionaries. This was strange to me. They didn't know me. All they knew that I was a foreigner and I couldn't talk. And yet they invited me to their home? After their dogs were wary of me and thought I smelled bad? But this wasn't the limit of their kindness to a complete and total stranger. They then asked me if I wanted something to drink. And they got me some cold water along with a glass to drink the water in. And then the two that had just arrived at home hopped on their motorcycle and drove off again. They had gone to pick up some gas for my motorcycle. Wow. I was just amazed at the hospitality I was shown by complete strangers. To top it all off, it turned out that the home where I was at happened to be the home of a kindergarten student that I had befriended. So when he came out, he said his favorite thing that he loves to say to me. You are so tall. And I knew I was at a friendly home. Within five minutes after that, the truck and motorcycle with the AFM missionaries in it arrived at my location. And since gas was already on the way from the two strangers that I still didn't know, we all stayed and chatted with the others at the home. Our gracious hosts got more water for all of us to drink. The driver of the truck, Greg Timmons, speaks Kamaï pretty well, so he was able to talk with those that didn't know English. After some time, The two who had left for gas came back, filled my motorcycle with a liter of gasoline, plenty to get home and back again in the morning, and then refused payment for anything that they had provided. No, we don't need money, they said. For friends, we do this for free. Once again, I was just shocked at the hospitality of complete strangers. After thanking them profusely and waving goodbye, all the AFM workers who were there left and headed home. Greg Timmons and his truck followed me home just to make sure I arrived safely and in one piece, which I was very thankful for, as at this point it was quite dark and the headlights on the borrowed motor weren't good at all. So I want to leave you today with two Bible verses that represent the lessons and reminders that I was given from this story. One is Matthew 10, 42. And whoever gives one of these little ones only a cup of cold water in the name of a disciple, assuredly I say to you, he shall by no means lose his reward. And I also want to leave you with Hebrews 13, verse 2. Do not forget to entertain strangers, for by so doing, some have unwittingly entertained angels. I'm not an angel. I have no idea if these people who had helped me were Christians. I have no idea if they had even read a Bible before. But when you think about the actions that they took, and how they lovingly took in a stranger, gave him a drink of cold water, got him some new gasoline, and made sure that he was okay and got home safely. You can think that God has people everywhere and that he uses people everywhere to take care of others and that he loves us all very much.
1: Wow, isn't it amazing how complete strangers showed such great hospitality as if they were friends? michael didn't know them and they didn't know him yet they showed such kindness in like manner jesus always showed love and kindness to the people he met on earth he was the example for us on how to treat your neighbor he said love your neighbor as you love yourself god wants us to take care of each other just like these strangers took such great care of michael friends You can help our missionaries share the same kindness with the people they meet. AFM missionaries rely on your prayers and support in order to meet the unreached and introduce them to the wonderful news of our Savior Jesus Christ. So, why not adopt a missionary, join their support team and pray for them? To choose your missionary, navigate to afmonline.org and select Missionaries from the top tab then select your missionary from the list. Once you have opened the bio page, you can read their stories and add them to your prayer list. That's afmonline.org. Thank you for listening to Frontier Missions Journal. Bye for now.